What tabletop RPGer doesn't love dice? I do, and I'm sure you do too. So if you are looking to begin a dice collection, or let's be honest, add to yours, check out Dice Envy. Go through the link in our show notes and you will be able to find many, many sets of beautiful dice of all different kinds and sizes. When you use the link in our show notes to go to the Dice Envy site, not only will you be able to shop their entire collection and catalog of various dice sets, but you will also help support this show because a small portion comes our way, which we will then immediately roll back into making this show better for you. So check them out, diceenvy.com, or better still, go to them through the link in our show notes. Hey stackers, do you feel like your games are bland and lacking in atmosphere? Well, fear not, because if you go to BattleBards.com, you can access a whole host of sound effects and background music that can really spice up your games. BattleBards.com offers a Prime subscription, and if you use our stack code STACK, you can get a 20% discount on this subscription. If you are a Prime member, you have access to a soundboard and editing tools, and the ability to stream sounds. This can be useful for adding like a dragon's roar to a final boss encounter or maybe some ambient tavern music for when your players are at the local inn taking a rest. Check it out at BattleBards.com. Follow a band of intrepid friends as they seek to understand the world changing around them and as they work together to face a growing evil. Enter a world of adventure and mystery in Bardalon. Previously on Stack of Dice. In the first panicked moments of your flight from Tlacapa, you feel as though hundreds of heavily armed riders are right behind you. You can imagine the flash of rising moonlight on the blue edges of cruel blades. You remember the silent throng of native Kazarans surging into the gate, because on the sultry night air, a song begins to rise. When I turn and look, do I actually see them pursuing? Or anybody actually pursuing us? No. No sign yet. Nice. Mm. The air has warmed up considerably in the hour that you've been up and moving. And so it's with relief that at last you see the dark wall of the jungle looming ahead. The donkeys approach the ranks of tangled trees and come to a confused stop. Basically, you have a choice. You can go left to the west or east to the right. Now, keep in mind that the volcano is to the east, to the northeast of where you are. You can still see its high pinkish-brown slopes rising above the jungle. Well, the stalwart donkeys plod along. Their only concession to the new irritation of the insects manifests itself as ear twitches and tail swishes and annoyed grunting. And then one of them steps into a squishy part where water has begun to pool. Uh, There's a gentle depression that as the further gets into the jungle, the steeper the walls get. And then you see a delicate arch of stone going over as a little stream tumbles along underneath it and then just spreads out into this marshy area where you are. All right, as she approaches, something clicks in her memory. Wait, Farron, doesn't this kind of remind you of that depression in the mural on the wall? Yeah, it does. 
and then you step out at last into daylight and the stillness of the open air to see a bridge that stretches over a rushing river. Only this bridge is not like any that you've ever seen. Over many years, careful hands have worked to extend the roots of a large tree on both sides of the chasm to join eventually in the middle. As the roots thickened, these same mysterious workers filled in the intertwined roots with stone and dirt, and now a sturdy bridge spans what would be an otherwise impassable gorge. Wamberbash is going to take this opportunity to fly up now because there's yeah, nothing stopping it is him here. open here yeah and uh he wants to look to see if he can see anything ahead can he can he notice like a a widening a path a village a city anything you're about to start descending when suddenly you see a bush move on your side of the river i'm gonna tuck my wings and sort of like dart down you fold your wings and begin to feel the warm air rush over you and as you descend Suddenly, bushes all around erupt, and large lizard-like people spring toward Tira, Farron, and the two dwarves. Hey, stackers, if you want to get hold of us, you can reach us through Twitter and Instagram at StackerDice or by email at stack.o.dice at gmail.com. If you've not yet left a review, we sure would love to hear from you. Please do hit us up on iTunes and let the world know what you think about our show. I'm Rhett the Dungeon Master, and with me is... Meredith as Tira Ironstag. Michael as Wamberbash Benson Mom. And Catherine as Farron. Who's ready to tell a story? Me! Me! I don't think I included that in the last one. You didn't. Yeah. You went, and here we go, and I went... <laughs> Let's roll for initiative. 19. 5. 5. Okay, which of you has the higher dexterity modifier or bonus? I do. So disappointing because I thought that Farron had a good dexterity modifier. No, she's good. She's good. She's just not as good as me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Tira, you get to lead off. There are several scaly green creatures rushing toward you and Farron. A couple across the river are closing in on the bridge to prevent you from trying to make a break from it that way. They're rushing us. Yes. Looking aggressive? Yes. These are tall, lizard-like folk. They have long tails that beat behind them. They look very, almost like bipedal iguanas. They have very sharp teeth and, of course, the the eye slit of a reptile. And they rush towards you. All right, and so I don't have time to decide whether they look like Thump. There seems to be something more wild about these. They, They don't look quite like Thump. Okay. Instinct is going to sort of take hold at the moment. And so I, hmm, I guess I'm going to raise my axe. So her axe is raised and she's in like a braced stance and is glaring, maybe even kind of growling sort of at whoever is coming towards me. But there is just enough acknowledgement of these look like sham that she's not willing to strike instantly okay so you're you're just kind of holding off you're basically gonna let your turn lapse this time can i say anything yeah. or all right so like i said she's got her axe raised and is kind of in a braced stance like a warning like come any closer and 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 you're gonna force me to engage you and uh, I don't know, maybe she'll say something like, 
Stop. Who are you? They hiss at you. There are five on this side of the bridge and three coming across the bridge. And the five pay no heed to you. Okay. So there will be... Consequences? (laughs) Several attacks. Oh, boy. The first one attacks. Does a 16 hit? It does. You take seven points of damage. 14. No, that doesn't hit. 18 and a 17. Uh, Both hit. Uh, A heavy club hits you in the shoulder, doing eight points of damage, and it's followed quickly by the needle-like teeth biting into your other shoulder. Farron, two, the other remaining two come after you. Those are both going to miss, definitely. And then a 21 and a 13. Well, the 21 hits, but the 13 doesn't. All right. This one bites at you, and uh, its teeth clang off of one of the newly installed studs on your armor. It rears back and, with a club, swings and hits you in the ribs as you're raising your arm to defend yourself. Womberbash, you descend from the sky at high speed, and you plomp down onto the ground. I'm gonna. Um, I want to plop down and and facing the ones coming over the bridge. Okay. And I've already seen that they're already attacking, but I'm gonna open up my wings to make myself seem and look bigger, okay. so that I've got them like fully out and extended. Good. I'm gonna do an energy beam to the ones that are coming across the. Okay. Across the. Now is that a single target? Yes, I'm gonna do the first one. Okay. Um, within 90 feet, and they have to succeed on a dexterity saving throw. 16. Yeah, it misses. Does it still do damage? Is it one of those where... No. No, on a miss, it just misses. Okay. It sees you gathering your energy. I guess the wings made them kind of draw up a little bit. Okay. And then when it sees you starting to glow, and then the beams shoot out, it just drops flat, and the other two dive to either side. Okay. But the beam just goes right across the bridge and off into the jungle somewhere. After Afterward, I'm going to, like, yell. Like, in other words, I, I my eyes glow, my mouth opens, it shoots, and once it's done and I, it missed, I'm just going to be like, <gasps> like, just, just, I'm just, I'm nuts to okay. them. I'm, I'm insane. Your voice rings throughout this open area and even some into the jungle. It sounds like it, it extends, you pour your soul into it and it rings out. Farron, it is your turn. Did I incur damage last time? No, when hit me? it didn't hit. Oh, I'm sorry. One of them did. You took, didn't tell me you took three points of damage. Oh. By the way, take an inspiration for being honest about the damage. Oh. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool because the last time I got the yes, one and, and then I used it immediately. <laughs> All right. Farron was raising her hand axes, one in each hand. Okay. And Farron swings at the creature that that hit her mm-hmm. and tried to bite her with the hand axe. And yeah, so there, there's still like strings of saliva hanging from your armor. Yeah, it, it's not nice, but Farron's getting into the, the fighting mood. Okay, so I'm going to roll to see if that yeah. hits the one. 12 plus six. That's a hit. All right. Uh, one plus two. So that's three points on that. And then I'm going to swing to hit with my other axe in the other hand. 13 plus six. All right. And I rolled the, same, uh, the exact same thing. One. <laughs> okay, so 
So three okay. damage. Yes, I have okay. extra attack. So you can roll again. 19. The 19 hits. Six. On the hit. 12 points of damage. The creature feels the sting of your, your axe blades. Uh, you see scales pop off and the, the flesh underneath becomes exposed and you see this green blood leaking out. And it looks down and then looks back at you and hisses again, ready to leap into an attack. Roland and Cuthbert, his brother, mm. are back to back in between the two of you, Tira and Farron. And so they, uh, Roland lunges forward and tries to stab the one that you just hit, Farron. And it's going to hit. Nice. He buries his blade into the leg of the wounded one. And it is limping and looking not very happy, but the others scent the blood and they go into something of a frenzy. Oh no. <laughs> Back to the top, Tira, it is your turn. You have three facing you. All right. So I tried to give them the benefit of the doubt and thought that I could try to communicate with them first. And the fact that they didn't just disregarded that and attacked me, she's going to go into a rage. And so, uh, I guess whoever hit me, well, a couple of them hit me. Yeah. Uh, just whoever's nearer, I guess. You can decide on your little sheet who that is. Mm-hmm. One, two, and three. Okay. Unless you want to give them names. Nope. <laughs> They're not going to live long enough. Dead, dead, and deader. That's right. Uh, 21. That's a miss. What? You lie <laughs> like a rug. That, that's a hit. Yeah, of course it is. So seven twenty. You cut into it deeply, but it does not go down. Okay. It's barely hanging on to life, though. It falls to the ground and it's wallowing in um, blood. Hmm. So you do get an extra attack. I know. And if you finish it, it is prone too. So you have that going for you. Okay, that's true. Then I'll get an extra attack for dropping it to zero. I was going to say maybe I can just stomp on his head or something and not waste an attack. So you get to roll with advantage on this attack. Oh, okay. 23. That's a hit. A bunch. Nine plus, yeah. (laughs) Your axe buries into the ground and you yank it back up, Mm -hmm. leaving a trail of stuff as you come back up. Mm -hmm. And your your livid face is just, it swings to the the next target. Yep. uh, Metro 20. Now, remember, you have Brutal Critical, correct? Right, yes. So you get to roll three 12s. I'm going to need another one. Give me a 12. Here. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Two dud rolls. Four plus nine. And then I just add my all this stuff. One time. Okay. 13, 19, 22. Carry the one and... Exactly. This one dies. Woohoo! You just lop its head right off of its shoulders. It goes sailing over toward the edge of the cliff and then tumbles into the raging water below. The body stands there for a moment and then falls down and starts to slide over the edge as well. All right. Just looking, just for flavor, because I can't do anything else now. Tira is then, you know, teeth are bared. Saliva is dripping off of them. And she's going to turn to that third one glaring and just roar. Okay. You're next, buddy. You had your chance. It's going to grab at you, Tira, and try and grapple you to the edge. 
You can oppose this by rolling a strength athletics check. Nice. Um, 21. It is actually going to win. What? Mm. The two of you lock arms, but it wraps its scaly arms around you and you feel the sinews tightening around you. You feel your bones starting to creak under the strain and it takes a step back. Because you're so close, it's not going to be able to actually throw you over, but it's got you pinioned right there. You're, you're teetering on the edge of the cliff. The three on the bridge come charging straight at you, Womber Bash. Only the lead one will be able to attack hand to hand. So it's going to lunge at you. It's going to go low and snap at your feet. A 16? No, does not hit. And then it's going to follow that up with a swing of a heavy bludgeon. And that's going to miss. Overhead, so as it went low, the other two behind it threw javelins, one each. I rolled the same thing on both. Uh, 19. It hits. All right. You take seven points of damage as two javelins, one from each, hits you. The last one on the bridge gives a piercing shriek. It starts out as a trill and then just goes off into some high out of out of your range of hearing sound. Oh no, he's calling reinforcements. And then there's a rumbling sound and trees begin swaying as something huge behind you begins making its way through the trees. So not across the bridge, but behind a... Correct, from the way that you've just come from. Okay. That's probably the thing we felt watching us. It is your turn, Womber Bash. Two side points to Don Toughhide. Okay. That brings you up to... Uh, 19. All right. I am going to um, take my Panabas out and take the one, you know, try to go for the one that went low on me, that's closest to me. Now, I haven't been using this, but with Potent Psionic, starting at level 8, I gain the ability to infuse my weapon with uh, attacks with psionic energy. Uh, Once on each of my turns, when I hit a creature with a weapon, I can deal an extra 1d8 psychic damage to that target. Uh, And in addition, I am able to add intelligent modifiers to any damage roll I make for my psionic talents, which would be like my my beam and all that other other jazz. So I won't add it for this if I hit. And you know what? I'm going to go ahead and spend another five psi points uh, for Brute Strike. Go ahead. Okay. 19. That's a hit. Okay. Nine points of damage. It screams again, that trilling cry. If you imagine the little, the dinosaurs at the beginning of Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. the ones that attack Dennis Nedry and uh, blind him. It's that, stick, that same... Stick, stupid. <laughs> it's that same kind of sound. Farron, it is your turn. You have two facing you, one of which is wounded. Okay, Farron holsters her hand axes and holds out her hands facing the two that are in front of her and casts burning hands. Nice. The creature that I previously hit Mm -hmm. has disadvantage on the saving throw. Why is that? For Eldritch strike. Nice. But the other one is unaffected by that. Yeah. Uh, Each creature in the 15 foot cone must make, I would say each creature in a 15 foot cone must make a dexterity saving throw. I rolled a six, a five, and a three. Okay, so you will take 3d6. 11. 11 points of damage, wow. 
each creature, I think, right? Yeah, for both of them. Great. Now, in addition to the smell of blood in the air, there's the scorched smell as well. Scorched lizard. Burnt blood. Yeah. Roland, again, taking opportunity, and Cuthbert. Uh, Cuthbert is actually going to hit this time. He takes a little dagger, and he plunges it into the more wounded one of the two. And it goes down. Nice. Cuthbert! I always like that guy. <laughs> the very wounded lizard folk clutches at the wound and falls down into the dirt there at the entrance of the bridge. So, Farron, you're basically standing by the bridge entrance. Okay. You're a little behind Womberbash, who is standing. I, I'm imagining you, Womberbash, kind of yeah, at the end of the bridge. Yep, that's exactly Firing down and now fending off three lizard folk. Tira, you're more left of all that. Mm-hmm. Um, so your fight is going on there, and it is your turn. Is there anyone? How near? You have one left facing you. Right. It, it, are Roland and Cuthbert near me? They're in between you and Farron. Okay, so they're the nearest. Yeah. Oh, you said I was pinioned, so what, what would I have to do to break that? Uh, a successful strength athletics check. Well, good grief. <laughs> the last one was a 21. 21. Didn't do it. All right, I'm going to try that first. That's going to be a 20. It works. Yes. Because I, I rolled lower. Oh, oh, I was contested. Yeah. It, okay, gotcha. I thought it was just like a set number. I'm like, what? So describe your action there. As she's nearing the edge and uh, just blood is boiling and, uh, I don't know, maybe she takes a second to draw in as big a breath as she can to puff herself up and just... Um, flex out. Flex out <laughs> yeah. with, her, with her arms and roar. And I guess... I so that, yeah, that'll take your action, mm-hmm. but you do get an extra attack. Yeah, oh, yeah. So once she... I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm imagining myself pushing off from him and maybe spinning in the air so that when I land, I'm facing him. And uh, <laughs> Three points stand. That's right. <laughs> and, uh, and just with a scream in his face, he's going to take a whack with the fancy axe. 15. Total? Yeah. That's going to hit. Oh. Okay. 18. 18 damage? Mm-hmm. There is a guttural sound from somewhere deep within. It's still up, but it's teetering at the edge, mm. and it's about to launch itself at you. From behind, the last of the trees rip apart, and a gigantic, lizard-like creature comes bursting through. Two legs, but towering above the trees, is a giant T-Rex. <gasps> Riding on his back is another lizard folk who has stripes of white painted on his face and his arms and he carries a staff that has bits of bone and rope hanging from it and it's shouting something and a couple more lizard folk come from behind this emerging from the jungle so basically a a tyrannosaurus rex plus this shaman and on its back and then a couple more lizard folk join the fray Good night. Bring and it. when you say behind, you mean behind behind y'all. the T-Rex. behind them. Yeah, so like basically, behind our foes. No, behind us. Oh, behind us. Yeah. Yes, they, they, from the way we came. Yeah, okay. they, they have emerged from the jungle from the direction you came. So we're all facing still the bridge. The bridge. 
Well, we're all facing I'm the sort of facing the guy who is you're skirmishing with in the me. area, so you're yeah. all kind of turning around right. as you're okay, looking okay. for openings. So where we came from, you okay. are all fully aware of. Ooh, hard to miss. Uh, as it steps out, the T Rex, the shaman on its back, jabs the spear into its side, and it the head rears up and it just lets out this gigantic bellow, and then it lunges for you. Expeditious retreat. <laughs> <laughs> you have it. That's a self only spell. <laughs> Uh, all right, so Tira, it lunges downward, stretching forward with its giant maw. It rolls a 22 and a 19, both of which I'm assuming hit. Yeah. It eats me. <laughs> no. The bite is going to do... Half damage, half damage. Yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be half damage because of your rage. <laughs> 11 points of damage. Oh, I had to add up four, yeah, forty twelve damage plus seven, yeah. So, um, if uh, you are a medium or smaller creature, you are grappled, uh, and you're going to need to roll a a DC seventeen check. I think I'm definitely medium or smaller, right? On on your next turn, that's where you're going to start. So you're you're caught like that, and then with its tail, (laughs) it's got the last grapple. Come on, (laughs) bouncing from grapple to grapple, Uh, and then the tail swings around. And Roland is in the way. And that's going to hit him. He is hit for a considerable amount of damage. He, he slams into the post or to the tree part of this end of the bridge and just falls flat on the ground. He doesn't get up. The two other lizard folk come dashing in, but because they're maneuvering around the dinosaur, they're not going to get an attack this round. And then the the shaman up on the back is too busy trying to control the dinosaur, so it's not going to do anything. Womberbash, it's your turn. Womberbash turns to see this thing break through the tree line where we are, the the opening there. And when he attacks Tira, Womberbash doesn't care about the three idiots that are on the bridge at this point. So he yells, Tira! And then next thing you know, he starts flapping his wings, and he's going to flap up about, I'm going to say, 20 feet above them, okay. above the above the head of the T-Rex or whatever, essentially. And I'm going to spend uh, seven psi points that immediately get rid of my wings. So I'm just going to drop down. I'm going to go giant form. <laughs> On its head? On top of it, yeah. Okay. Before wow. Before you get to that. Okay. I'm going to roll for an opportunity attack from okay. the one that was closest to okay. you. And that's going to miss. Okay. And then I'm going to do one more check. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Execute. So, so I flap, flap up, I flap up, and I'm just, I'm angry at this point. And so I just, I, I let out a roar and I spend seven side points. And next thing you know, just, I mean, you could see like just limb, blah, 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 and, ah, and I just, and my, my wings disappear. So I immediately just start to fall and I put my, my feet together and I just want to come right down on top of this thing. Now this remember point. it has stood back up and it's got Tira in its mouth. Okay. 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 I can just see you changing in midair and going. <laughs> 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 All right. But Tira's in its mouth. We'll yeah. get there. 15. That's going to hit, but I'm not exactly sure. I don't what... know what to do at this point. Yeah, so let's treat like it as damage? an unarmed strike. Okay, it's going to do your strength modifier as damage. Okay, and that's what is that? If is that this? Just your strength modifier. Oh, okay. Yeah. What is that? 
Two. Okay. So it's going to take two points of damage, but because you're basically landing on it and bearing it down, it's going to have a chance to be um, knocked prone. Okay. So okay. that it's not much damage because all you were just kind of falling on it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big creature. So um, two points of damage. Let me okay. mark that. And go ahead and do a straight because you you were controlling your descent. You you said you put your feet together. Go ahead and do a strength athletics check. If it succeeds on a DC of ten, I succeed. Okay. Fifteen. It goes down under your weight. And so you see it try and brace itself with its little T-Rex arms. <laughs> so, Tira, you are going to have advantage on your uh, grapple check when it comes to okay. your turn. To keep track of all the things that are happening on the beginning yeah. of my next turn. Uh, the, the dinosaur goes flat and it's going to be thrashing around underneath you trying to get back up. The tail is sw- it's, it's still going to have an attack with its tail, but the bite is taken out of out of its bag of tricks. The shaman does roll off to the side, though. I was just about to ask, what happens to the guy on him? Farron, it is your turn. You have the one still facing you, or you have this new threat. And then you have three on the bridge. What happened to the other one that was in front of me? Roland took it out before he got waxed. Okay. All right, I am going to use a cantrip poison spray Mm -hmm. on on that one that is in front of me. Okay. Just the smaller creature. This stuff is battery acid, you creep. It's <laughs> in your hand. Uh, oh, the creature must succeed on a constitution saving throw. Ten. He'll so take he full damage. He'll so you're take... going to take 2d12. Okay. Damage. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, so that's a four. Uh, the spray goes into its mouth and its eyes, and it just reaches up with its scaly, taloned hands and, and throws them over its face, trying to defend itself. I'm going to say it attacks with disadvantage because of that. Okay, well, I also want to uh, do take a... Uh, can I do my bonus? Yeah. Because you cast a cantrip, you now get something extra. When I use a cantrip, I, ca- I have a bonus attack. Okay, great. I'm going to grab my whip. And uh, whip that creature. Yes. Hey, nice. Yeah, so I rolled a 17. That's a hit. Um, and that will be a seven. It goes down. Yes. The blade or the bladed whip lashes out, coils around its neck. Uh, so the hands and the neck. And then when you tug, it just everything comes off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tira's like, that's the way you do it. Yeah. One of the lizard folk that emerged from the jungle with the T-Rex actually runs over and it, it's, it just can't help itself. It goes down and begins gorging on this newly fallen foe. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <Nice>. They're cannibals. <laughs> They're animals. I mean. Cuthbert takes a whack at, one, at the one on the bridge. Seeing his brother go flying, he goes charging at the one on the bridge uh, unfortunately, he doesn't. His dagger comes short. He stabs, but um, the thing recoils and he misses. But he is now standing at the mouth of the bridge with three lizard folk right there on it. Tira, it is back to you. You are in the jaws. Yep. Although the weakened jaws of yes. this T Rex. So now I have to roll with advantage to break the grapple. Yes. I have a natural 20. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You punch up into the roof of the mouth. And spike his brain and he dies. <laughs> it roars with pain. 
as it roars. You just go tumbling out onto the ground three feet down. No big deal. Yeah. You roll to a stop, come up with your axe at the ready. Mm-hmm. So you still have your extra attack. Yeah. I'll say. Is his head still down? No, it is pulled up. Okay. Uh, it's still underneath Womberbass, giant Womberbass. So it is still prone. Okay. But the head is up. I'm going to go for the jugular. Oh, no. <laughs> Inspiration! Inspiration! I was going to say, you're going for the dinosaur's jugular, not your own. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Inspiration. <laughs> I've got to love my own head. Yeah, got to love those ones. And she swings around, loses her grip, and it just slows it right Oh, my word. Okay. She severs the bridge. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Let's try that again. Yeah, still not great. 18. That's a hit. Yes. Okay. Still, still not, not great. great. Come on, max damage. Now, is she still in a rage? Oh, yeah, I'm in a yeah. rage. Yep. Okay, cool. This is what I love about Tira's character, because she gets the job done. 18. That includes your rage damage. Yep. Okay. All right. 18 damage as your axe hits into this prone thing. The one lizard folk is obviously engaged with eating. The three on the bridge, one goes after Cuthbert, and the other two are going to leap over him and come after you, Farron. What? He's going to hit Cuthbert, who goes down. <gasps> As in dies? He goes down. The two go over this tumble of scale and flesh to come after you, Farron. The first one attacks you, a 19 and a 17. Um, They hit, but I want to use a defensive duelist reaction. Okay, to... Uh, <laughs> to not hold, hold on, hold on. <laughs> so all I know from my notes is that defensive duelist adds proficiency bonus to AC. Oh, for one attack, yeah. So against yeah. melee attacks while holding the whip. So which I am. Okay, so for this one attack, uh, you choose one. Which one are you going to block? The nineteen or the seventeen? Hold on. Well, I guess the nineteen, but I'm checking something real quick. I'm going to roll damage. Mm. (laughs) No. (laughs) Mm, That tastes good. (laughs) Tastes like victory. (laughs) What was the damage? So I have assigned my dice, my damage dice to the rolls. So you just decide which roll you want to get rid of, the 19 or the 17. Uh, The 17. Okay. You will take six points of damage. So you raise your arm, the, the whip, the handle wedges into the mouth as it tries to bite down. But the club still comes and connects with the side of your head. So you feel this ringing blow up against the side of your head. The second one joins it. Natural 20 and a 15. You better get rid of the natural 20 because if you roll a natural 20 on a hit. Well, she's already used it. She can only use it once per round. Okay, hold on. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's going to be a clip. Shield as a reaction. I'm going to use shield as a reaction. Well, it depends. Does defensive duelist count as a reaction? Because you only have one per turn. Oh, so yeah. Le- okay. Yeah, it is. Okay. So they both hit. Yeah, they both hit. Yeah, I suppose. I don't think there's anything. I'm just going to interject this real quick so we don't forget. So I attacked the T-Rex and hit, which means my mother's out on him. That's good. Yeah, thank you. Yes. So now whenever the T-Rex attacks anyone but me, he has disadvantage on that roll. Good. Excelente, Monchero. All right, so you're going to take the damage. 
is the end of Farron's character. <laughs> no, it's not. 12 points of damage total. The teeth score you uh, along your neck. The club comes in behind it. You're left with a burning, itching sensation where the teeth made contact with you. Mm. The one lizard folk that came out of the jungle and is not eating comes after you, Womberbash. 19. My armor class is 19. Yeah, so that's a hit. Okay. And the other one does not hit. So the club is going to get you for eight points of damage. All right. Uh, The shaman is not liking the way this is going. You're putting up much more of a fight than apparently it expected. And so from the ground, white fog begins to, to billow up. And underneath you, Womberbash, you can feel the T-Rex starting to try and throw you off. Uh, does a 22... Go ahead and roll a strength athletics check. And I'm like, does a 22? What? Yeah, 22. Grief. <laughs> 16. Okay. It rolls one way and then craftily rolls another. So while you were expecting it to continue rolling that direction, it rolls out from underneath you, somehow regains its footing. (laughs) It's not going to be able to attack this round, but now everything is shrouded in fog. Mm. Fog has just taken over this, this area. You can already feel some of the creatures starting to remove from the area. When this happens... There are shrill bird cries and whistles of all sorts of different sounding animals coming from the foliage all around you. And that's all you hear. So you're, you're enshrouded in fog, but all this stuff begins erupting in a cacophony of noises all around you. Hmm. Womberbash, it is your turn. You've been pitched off. You're, you weren't injured at all, uh, but you've been pitched what? off the T-Rex. It's your turn. Did you already go? Because I think it's her turn. No, she broke the grapple, and then oh, okay. you took the attack against the T-Rex and hit for 18 points of damage. That was a while ago. <laughs> I, I, had a lot, I had a lot to go through. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so, but now there's fog, but I can, still, I can still see a certain distance ahead of me. Like, in other words, I see the T-Rex is still in front of me, right? So there's a 20-foot radius sphere of fog centered on a point within range, Spreads around corners, and the area is heavily obscured. 20-foot radius range. So yeah, it's a 40-foot sphere. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And basically, that's it. Uh, So I guess it's up to you whether I can still see the... I mean, I'm relatively close to it, so I wondered if I I could still see him, right? Yeah. Um, You see a dim shape in the fog. I am going to um, basically clasp my two fists together. And I'm going to just do a double, like, a, you know, but both hand, you know, with my both fists together, just right at what I perceive to be the head of this beast, trying yeah. to just knock his block off. Okay. Don't forget, you have something added to giant I, form for yes, damage. Yes, I have 30 plus temporary hit points, as well as 10 extra feet of increased uh, hit range. Right. But there's something about damage there, too? Yeah, on, on melee attacks, I get an extra 2d6 bludgeoning damage. Okay. So let's go with that. Okay. So roll with disadvantage because you're attacking in fog. Okay. Oh, um, so this plus 15? That is going to hit. Yes! The dinosaur has attempted to melt back into the jungle from the way it came, but you managed to clip it in the side with your ham-handed approach. And uh, 
there's a bellow as you make contact. So go ahead and roll damage. So um, with the hands, though, is that just the, a d4? And then and then with the 2d6 for the bludgeoning? or Do, do the 2d6. Okay, okay. Bam, baby. That's going to be a 13. The dinosaur stumbles forward, which pushes it in the direction it was trying to go anyway mm. as you hit it, but um, it's roaring in pain. The shaman is yelling after it, trying vainly to control it. Are you going to move at all? I am not. Okay. Farron, it's your turn. Both Cuthbert and Roland are down, and you are there somewhat near both of them. What can I see? Not much. It's foggy. Oh, uh, okay. So can I... Oh, there's no foe in front of me right now, right? Because there Correct. was one that was both taken out. Both of yours were down. Now there are... So actually, you are, you're being attacked by two lizard folk. They, they came off the bridge. Mm. Oh, right. Yeah. After the next... After the last round. Yeah. Uh, okay. And I can't see them? You can... If they're right on top of you, they're, they're right there. I think they kind of... Yeah. You can see them. It sounds like we got like just basically like a two foot, two foot range of sight. Right. Other than we're that, not, it's like we're not yeah. blinded, like, but we can't see Anything beyond your reach yeah, is, yeah. is obscured. So, right. Yes. Not blinded, but like I can't see what's going on across the bridge or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You can see them. They're within five feet of you. All right. And what am I going to do? Kill them if you can. I mean. <laughs> just a suggestion. Yes, but with what? I mean, you have a prethora. Of things to use. I know, right? I guess since I can't see that well, I want to cast another spell. I'm going to do Burning Hands again. At both of them? Yeah, in the direction yeah. that you know they are. Yeah, so you have to save, uh, you have to do a dexterity saving throw. Uh, the DC's 13. They both miss. They both fail. Yes. All right, cool. Can I borrow your... D6s, two of them. Yeah, burn them joints. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. Okay. All right. Ten. Ten on each. All right, cool. And then... Um, you forgot to say that the burning from the burning hands also dissipates the fog. You forgot to say that. Yeah. Oh, it could have, right? It evaporated some of the fog around me. This is magic. It, it comes pouring back in. <laughs> And, and, and you can't see, you're blinded now because... What the... No, no, no. Like <laughs> fire smoke. I have, a, I have a, a good sense of where they are because they're like writhing in pain right now and good. I hear them. Good. So I grab my, uh, I take my whip and I just lash out at one of them. That's going to that's gonna yeah. be with disadvantage because they've stumbled back a little bit. Oh, out of your field of vision. Okay, so uh, that would be a 10 plus 7, so 17. Hit. Yes. All right. And six points of damage. There's a yelp, then the sound of feet retreating. Tira, you have one last shot at the T-Rex or the Shaman or that's about it. The T-Rex is more easy for you to see in this fog. Well, Yeah. And he was the last one to it. The shaman hasn't done anything to me. Not that she really thinks about that hard when she's in a rage. I'm just saying, this is the guy I've been dealing with, yep. the T-Rex. So. Yep. Fancy X. 19 plus. <laughs> That's <laughs> a 20, hit. 29. Does That's 29 a hit. Yeah, hit? Okay. yeah, yeah. Just checking. 12. 
She rolled a three and still does 12, 12 <laughs> points know, of damage. I know, I know. And you get an extra oh, okay. And I can go again, right? Uh, so, 19. That's a hit. <laughs> it doesn't even, like, matter. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I wish she could do this for her per, uh, her checks. <laughs> yes, exactly. <I> know. <laughs> I wish my checks were plus 10. <laughs> All right. <gasps> yeah. 20 points of damage. I, it's mm. not going to kill him, I know, but... Yeah. There's one last shriek of pain from the dinosaur as it disappears back into the foliage. The shaman follows right behind it. In seconds, the fog begins to dissipate. The only signs that there was ever a battle here is uh, smears of green blood, Roland and Cuthbert on the ground. But you find yourself surrounded by a group of small, wiry folk that look not unlike you, Tira. They are not wearing armor, but they have close-cropped beards and stripes of paint painted across them of dark greens and browns and light greens to help them blend in. One of them points at you as a group and whistles something and then cocks his head, almost bird-like. And that's where we're going to end this episode. Ah, I was going to run over to Roland! Mm. We can pick up there next time. Okay. For experience points, you get eight each for the fight. Wow. And let's run into the battle, Norse battle. I want to nominate both of these guys. Um, Bash, I liked his flying up and turning into a giant and coming down the <laughs> dinosaur's head. That was, <laughs> yeah, that take, was funny and also yeah. effective. Uh-huh. Um, and I mean, Farron just... I don't know. She's she's really coming into use of her magic and and she had a lot to try and figure out there. <laughs> and what did her, I ever? And, and like and, and like pulling out your two two handed weapon thing, which I don't think we've seen that yet. It's mostly been whips and spells. So that was kind of mm. cool. Okay. Yeah. Why don't you take two there for tapping into some of your burgeoning abilities? My favorite part is when the whip ran around on the hand yes. and the thing, and she just pulls, and both the, like the fingers and the neck just <laughs> separate. Yeah, and the, that was great. That's dope. It went from iguana to iguana. Oh, man. <laughs> Don't encourage That's him. a dead joke. <laughs> Anything else? Let's see. Um... I like the punching of the inside of the roof of the mouth. You know what I was going to say? I was going to say, look, you're small enough. Just turn around and like with knives on either side, go into the stomach of the animal, just cutting all the way down. That, that, that's something maybe bash. Yeah. yeah. Oh my, yeah, that's, that's much more brutal bash than it is here, I guess. Yeah, well, rolling a natural 20 uh, on the escape check, I, I'll yeah, give you cool. one for that. I added the flavor of punching yeah, I was gonna the roof say, of the mouth. I, didn't really, yeah, yeah. I can't take credit for the... Thro- you know, punch in the throat because yeah, that was. You saw the eyes go <laughs> <laughs> when that happened. You, hey, you should have did the um the uvula. That way, it would have just like up chopped you out. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. Any other nominations? Can I get points for like being in the game? <laughs> uh, uh, let's get the recap. Yeah, let's get the recap. <laughs> See how you no do. <laughs> I mean, I'm far, but not far, not that far. You're fine. All right. Uh, Tira is 75 points into level 10. Mm-hmm. Wombard Bash is 91 points into level 10. Mm-hmm. 
Farron is 49 points into level 10. Great. So we're leaving off at an interesting place. Big fight. Yes, man. When that T-Rex came out, I was like, oh, no. I had some things set up and the criteria were met for them to retreat. Yeah. Yeah, It's a challenge rating of eight on the T-Rex alone. Wow. Yeah. So it was going to be a handful by itself, but accompanied by a shaman and, Mm -hmm. and the others. But I think we did pretty good against it. Yeah, you did it. very well. Like, uh, I think, I think, given enough time, we probably could have taken that thing out. Yeah. 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 They're beefy. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it was always going to be fair and strategy to just focus on the little creatures anyway, by and, the way, and, because and that's you perfectly fine. and Tira are definitely, you know, better equipped to handle. Great. Yeah. I like the teamwork. You all worked well together. Mm-hmm. So, way to go. We got a lot in on this one, but we'll pick up with the mysterious strangers that are surrounding you now. So we'll look forward to you joining us again at our table next time, right here at Stack of Dice. And a gigantic lizard-like creature comes bursting through, two legs, but towering above the trees is a giant T-Rex. <gasps> Riding on its back is another... T-Rex? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and riding on his back is a monkey on a bicycle. 